What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today I am conducting another interview from the Sundance Film Festival. So I am conducting an interview for a documentary that I really, really enjoyed. All right, so why don't you give your name and the film that you uh, directed here. Yeah, my name is Jeff Orlowski, and I'm here with a film called The Social Dilemma. All righty. Um, how are you doing? How's everything? I'm doing great. The festival's been awesome. We mm-hmm. premiered yesterday, and it mm-hmm. was amazing. Premiere was good? Premiere was really, really awesome. That's Just good. Just a great response. Packed audience. Packed audience. So how, it was, how's the nerves when you have like a packed I was, audience? How I was is that? actually pretty nervous yesterday. Right, uh, yeah. It's my third film at Sundance, so um, it's it? not, uh, not a newbie to the festival. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it feels like coming back to home in many right. ways. Um, but this one was a big creative departure. Uh, and an exciting project. I, I really, really love working on it. But it uh, definitely, I was more anxious about this than some of the others. <laughs> right. So, what are the other um, films that you did for Yeah, um, I had a film, years? Uh, Chasing Ice, that was here in 2012, yes, yeah. and Chasing Coral in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yesterday, everyone came out of the film, they enjoyed it for the most part and whatnot? Yeah, it's been like surprisingly phenomenally awesome in terms of the response. And mm-hmm. um, I. Uh, we had a lot of our team there as well, so it was really fun to just be together and celebrate the premiere of the movie. Right. So there's a lot of shocking moments. Like in the, I was watching it from my hotel room, and I was yeah. like, "This is crazy." Yeah. Is there a lot of moments like oohs and ahs from the audience? Oh my goodness! Like, the, I was. I, I, I that missed was the, it. Most, I, I wish you'd I seen wanted it to go theater. to the premiere so bad. Yeah, always, I can imagine. Yeah, that. it's always interesting when when you watch something in a room with other people. I think that's one of the beautiful things about Sundance in general. Yeah. I don't know, especially, like, I watch a lot of content, you know, on my laptop mm-hmm. or at home on TV or whatever, but there's something so different when you're in a theater and you can hear the response from everybody else. I, I There were a bunch of moments in the movie where I was hoping it would get a laugh, and they all got these amazing laughs, and it, it worked really, really well. So Is it from yeah. the, um, so, I know we're kind of jumping right into yeah. the film because I'm so excited to talk yeah. about it. Was the, Were those laughs from the moments where, like, the people who were behind the, like, the desk yes. were, like, speaking yeah. about the... I thought that was kind of creative. That was really, really cool. creative. Thank Just you. because, like, I was watching that, and I was like, dude, that's frightening. Because you yeah. you're like, you know, like, I'll be on Google, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm searching lawnmower... You know, and I'm on uh-huh. Amazon, Lawnmower 2X5000. Right. You go right to Facebook, and there's the ad for the Lawnmower. I'm like, right what there. the hell happened? Yeah. Like, I, you know, and so. That's how the technology works, right? It's right. collecting all of our data, it's learning everything it can about us just to try to outsmart us and to try to sell us something. Right, right. And, um, so, yeah, what you're referencing, it was really fun because this is a nonfiction movie, it's, mm-hmm. it's a documentary. But we got to script things. We had yes. scripted portions. We had actors yes. um, that were bringing to life the story. And that's what and, I enjoyed it as well too. Yeah. Like the, the back and forth kind of uh, from the uh, the scripted to the uh, actual documentary and whatnot yeah. to the interviews. I'm a sucker for like documentaries yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I know everyone who's like on the outside can be kind of confused. So why don't you let everyone know what the movie is about? Movie's title is uh, The Social Dilemma. Why don't you give everyone a quick bio of what the yeah. movie's about? Um, I uh, for the last few years we've been doing interviews with former employees from Google. Years. Two years, yeah, the last wow. few years. Former employees from Google and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, mm-hmm. and these are engineers, these are executives, people who built the business model, mm-hmm. uh, people who were there at the companies from the very early days, and they've been wrestling with the consequences that social media and this technology has had on society. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you know we've been just starting to hear this criticism over the last couple of years. Um, and it's something where like, it's from these insiders, from the people who made and built these technologies themselves, that we hear how, just how problematic it is, just what a threat and what a risk it poses to 
to human civilization. It really is that that level and that scale. And I, and you know, when you're like talking about everyone, I think the majority of like our population knows the harms of social media, yeah. but everyone kind of just kind of like we ignore puts, it. Yeah, we ignore it because you know, it's kind of what yeah. we need and stuff like that. Not necessarily what we need, but a lot of people rely on social media. Like I know if my phone dies right now. Going yeah. the rest of Sundance would be a disaster. Right, you know right. what I mean? Whether but that, there's a difference between what are you using your phone for versus what are you using true. social media for, right? Exactly. Like exactly. I'd have a hard time, like you said, I'd have a hard time navigating, the, like literally navigating the world without you know maps, right? And apps that guide you, right? And GPS. Um, but it's not all technology. We're not critiquing all technology. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of awesome technology. FaceTime is a brilliant technology, right? There are countless things that are really, really amazing what they can do. Um, but then there's some things that are designed to be a tool for you, and there are other things mm-hmm. that seem to be a tool. You think that they're a tool, but they actually have their own intentions. They have their own objectives, and they really have a different business model. Right. This is um, there's a phrase that has been used in Silicon Valley: um, if you're not paying for the product, then you are the product. I I that was in the doc, and, and I was like, Oof. yeah. And that's the thing, like. When you think about it, you bought your phone, right? right. You paid Apple or whoever mm-hmm. to buy the phone. Um, there are a bunch of services that you pay for. Like I paid for Adobe Photoshop. Mm-hmm. I paid for a bunch of software that I use to do my work. Those are right. tools that, where that relationship, like they're trying to make the tool better and better for me as an artist or as a mm-hmm. customer. And there are things that we use for free. And how do they get paid? And where's their money coming from? And what are, what are they doing? What is their business? When you think about what does Facebook sell? What is Facebook's product? Exactly. It's not for me to connect to other people. That's not the product. That's not what they're making money. They're they're luring us in. But what their product is is that they they are selling to advertisers the ability to manipulate the largest network of people on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that's the Facebook and Google and Twitter. That's their business model. So your goal is to kind of... You're not all technology is bad or not all social media is bad, but more so... They are there. There, there are some that are not good for like, yeah. like what you said, like mental health or just so like regular thing. day life and stuff. The consequences are so huge in so many different ways. I'd say YouTube has created different problems than Instagram, which mm-hmm. has created different problems than Twitter and different mm-hmm. problems from Facebook. I mean, Instagram, you get a lot of uh, teen mental health issues, right. um, both with uh, suicide rates increasing, um, so we talk about that in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, I would say, is the, one of the leading causes of increased radicalization, and we're seeing how YouTube kind of pushes people towards radicalization. Mm-hmm. So each of these platforms has sort of a different signature to what they're doing to society, but the ones that we're commenting on are all these different platforms that have a business model mm-hmm. that is... Th- it misaligns the incentives. The incentives aren't for us. Right. Um, we have another quote in the movie, there are only two industries that call their customers users, mm-hmm. illegal drugs and software. Mm-hmm. And so we, the public, are we're users of these products and we get we get sucked into it right. um, at our detriment. There was, a, uh, there, was, there was another documentary that I saw a, a couple of years ago called um, Social Animals. I don't know if you ever heard mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But basically it's about, it was like four teenagers um, and how social media benefits or harms them. One of them is like a, she's like an influencer at like fourteen, which is ridiculous. Fourteen, wow. like fifty thousand followers. It's gonna mess with their head too. Yeah, you know. And then there was one who had like regular teenager. She was like like three hundred followers. And you see how I see some of the harms that you're probably that you're talking about as far as for that is like when a when an influencer goes on Instagram, they see like okay, I post a photo of this son or something random, and it's like. 
10,000 likes. And then this, this one girl who's like posting something about her grandmother, like a horse or something like that, something random, like two likes. And that, 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 that kind of affects them too. Yeah. Also Twitter, like one of the things that I took, take away from Twitter as far as, as far as it's kind of how it doesn't, does it benefits us well is the fact that you can't delete like comments. And you can't like you can mute some someone, but like mm-hmm. and you can't like edit posts or anything like that stuff mm-hmm. too. I think that stuff kind of affects a lot of like young social media users as well. Um, but one of the questions I wanted to, one of the questions I wanted to ask you um, before we get into some other stuff was: Were there any like past experiences with you regarding social media as to why like one of the, some of the reasons why you wanted to reach uh, do this film? I was really addicted to social media during the election. Um, Okay. And I was using it all the time to the point where, like, friends were giving me affirmation for the the stuff I was posting. And Mm -hmm. it it definitely fueled me in many ways. And it was around then that I started learning about what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I was reflecting in my own life, like, why have I been using it so much? Why? You know, one of the things, it was really making me question my own worldview on things. That the stuff that I was posting and the types of articles that I was seeing over and over and over again gave me a really strong feeling and emotion around the election. And right. regardless of whoever, whichever candidate you stood for at any phase of the election, mm-hmm. I felt like different friends were falling into these different camps and people were so upset with each other mm-hmm. around, um, around the election in a way that I'd never really felt before. I agree, and, actually. Um, it was at that same time that I was starting to learn about how the technology is designed mm-hmm. and that the technology profits off of this kind of disagreement. It profits off of dismantling people, getting getting people to disagree with each other. And like, cause like conversations come up, yeah. subtweets, all this right. stuff all comes of that, up. All right. of that is um, just a, a huge, huge benefit to the business model of the tech companies. And so that was that was a real insight mm-hmm. um, for me that kind of led to led to the this project. The project, yeah. So uh, another thing I wanted to ask is. Uh, what is the uh, what do you, what is what is the main thing you want audiences audiences that's watching this film to gain? Like, what do you want them to take away coming out of it? The main reason I, I know it's I want people to think about a different relationship that they have with technology. Right. So there, there are a couple of different things. It's a it's a great question. There are a lot of different answers I have for, mm-hmm. depending on which audience. But I think we need to change the way the technology is made, the way the technology is regulated, and the way the technology is used. And those are the three big categories in my mind. So we're trying to help shift Silicon Valley and shift the way that they are making this technology. Right. What is a good product or not? Right. Um, for the general public, we can shift the way we relate to this technology. I think we've, we've felt so many of us have sort of gotten our lives sucked into these phones and into these platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, for what reason and why? When is it a tool that is helping you? And when is it actually manipulating you or trying to take something away from you? Right. And I never touch anything with a feed anymore. Mm-hmm. So oh, I don't want any algorithm to feed me something. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very intentional in what I'm going to, what I'm looking for. Even if I watch a video on YouTube, I will never click on a recommended link next mm-hmm. to it. Um, there are all sorts of plugins that you can put in that block all of those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've changed a lot of things in my own life around how I use it. And in the process of this film, I stopped using all social media. Like, I totally stopped using Facebook. I was really addicted. I had to, like, wean myself off of it. Yeah. But in the process of, of, of making the film, I started to feel so gross that every time I went there, I just felt like I was being used. Yeah. And, and so it was in that process where I, I removed it from my life. 
um, and slowly just kind of replaced it with news. Every time I went to my phone, I wanted to check Facebook. I was like waiting in line somewhere and I just reflexively went to go to Facebook. Yeah. I put a news app in the, where that icon was instead. And so really? I, wanted to, I wanted to use Facebook, but oh, all right. Maybe I'll read the news. Uh, yeah. I read the news for a little bit mm-hmm. instead. And I, I kept finding like, what was I looking for? There's like this void in my life and I wanted right. to fill this like 30 seconds of quiet and silence. I needed to put something there. I needed mm-hmm. to like fill it with some piece of information. Um, and it was really, really helpful for me. Right. Um, and then to the point where like I completely stopped using it and I don't miss it at all. Like honestly, just genuinely, I have no interest in checking. I've heard that as well yeah. from other people who I've known that's kind of deleted some of their stuff. Um, one of the scenes that really, really stuck out to me from the documentary was there's the so you have basically the scripted section uh-huh. is like a family kind of right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, the star who's um, Skyler. Skyler Casando, yeah. he's great. Loved him from yeah, Booksmart. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, he. There's a girl, I forget, yeah. I'm forgetting her name, but there's a girl, the younger uh, sister, the younger sister yeah. who's kind of, kind Sophia of, Hines. yeah, she she, kind of uses social media as uh-huh. far as like popularity and whatnot, and then she kind of gets made fun of. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that kind of your way of portraying like how it can affect mental health and like teenagers yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that? Yeah, because that um, one of my, because my girlfriend, I mean, she's my age, she's like, she's um, in her 20s, but she uh, sometimes gets really caught up with like what's yeah. on social media and like the, the FOMO, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and she deleted her Facebook like last last summer and she yeah. has not went on Facebook ever since. Right. The, only, the only thing she has is Snapchat, mm-hmm. um, which she uses for like the magazine, you know, those magazine articles and Snapchat mm-hmm. that they have. And then like to snap with her, one of her best friends back at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but she deleted her Facebook in the hole because she felt, uh, she kept feeling like her life was meaningless to other people's lives, right. you know, because she's like working in like, she's like working in like um, retail, and like her friends are like becoming like doctors and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was that was one of the main things too that um, yeah. you wanted to touch upon on the documentary. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're spot on, and there, there's so many different aspects of right. the story and this issue, and we really tried to include a lot of different ideas and themes in the film, yeah. um, both to make it relatable to different people. It's a lot too, because it was lot, like, yeah. uh, you had the you had the girl from, um, you had the teenage girl, you had this guy trying to connect with the girl, and mm-hmm. how the, those, um, the hackers kind of like, mm-hmm. how they're, I thought it was so, um, I thought it was, as far as the writing goes, and because mm-hmm. um, I'm a script writer as well, mm-hmm. and I always admire scripts. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I've always, um, I've always loved, there was a part where they're like, He's texting her, mm-hmm. and like at the three bubbles, so he doesn't mm-hmm. leave. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. that's so true. Because I'm like, I'm texting people, and I'm waiting on a response. Waiting. You know, the Wait, one thing yeah. that doesn't that doesn't do that, that which is great, is emails. Because you don't know when you're right. gonna have to respond. You're not right. waiting. But like social media sites, they have those things that come up yeah. when you're waiting for like responses and yeah. whatnot. So um, let me have to wrap up here. So yeah. last thing I wanted to ask you before we go, uh, what is the main? Why do you think? For us right now, this movie is what we need and, and, yeah. and why it's important. This is um, one of our subjects, Tristan, uses the phrase that this is the climate change of culture. Mm-hmm. And that just, just like climate change is sort of invisibly changing the world around us, mm-hmm. our technology is invisibly changing culture. It's, it's changing our country, it's changing human society. Mm-hmm. And not in a good way. It's eroding the fabric of society. That's a quote from a Facebook, an early Facebook employee. Um, these these technologies that we all carry with us every day are shifting the way we think, shifting the way we see and understand the world. 
it's changing the way we understand truth, like fundamental truth. Um, you can get customized truth based on whoever you are, and these platforms will give you whatever it thinks you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And it's, this is one of the biggest challenges I think we face as a civilization. If everybody has their own facts, we can't agree on any sort of solutions. The polarization that we feel in our politics, I, I, it makes me extremely concerned because I think it's only going to get worse and worse. Yeah, the I technology agree. is designed in a way that our polarization is going to get worse and worse. I would agree, And it becomes yeah. so hard to have a shared story or just think of the idea of compromise in Washington. Like, mm. It seems like such a remote impossibility. Right. Um, and I believe it's because of these technologies that these technologies have been designed accidentally but they still exist. Mm -hmm. They've been designed in a way that profits off of the descent, like this dismantling and the divisiveness of right. society. Um, that's the incentive structure of these of these platforms. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest issue of our time, mm -hmm. um, and this is going to be the defining issue for the rest of the rest of human history. I the rest of, I, uh, yeah, the rest of there's no stopping it pretty right. much. Um, alrighty, Jeff. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you so much, so much yeah. for meeting up with yeah, me today. Awesome. Um, all right, guys, the movie is called The Social Dilemma. If you catch it anytime soon, if you're at the Sundance Film Festival, please check it out. Uh, great film, great documentary. Um, and that is it, everyone. I'll talk to you guys soon. That was Jeff, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.